I'm here today with Peter Blatchford, Sales and Marketing Director for Starfish Technologies in another of our series of regular podcasts from Starfish. Um, Pete, you're well known for your reputation in a lot of areas for your innovative technology, but I know you've been very um, active in audio description, both historically and currently. Um, can you tell us a bit more about that market, where it's come from, where it's at today, and where you anticipate it going? Yes, we, we have been involved in this technology now for a good number of years. We, we won the contract to supply the BBC with their first ever audio description oh, a, right? a good number of years ago. Yeah. And um, as that area of uh, what was managed by the BBC and then later became part of Red B, has, as that has changed... Uh, we moved with that market and the customer demand, and, and the product's been through a number of uh, iterations and development phases. So we're really happy with the technology that we're offering the marketplace now. We've had a lot of experience. We get a lot of very knowledgeable feedback from experienced customers, and, and obviously we like to feel that we've listened to that and developed a product that they want. It's been in the marketplace for some time and I would have thought very mature and seasoned. It, exactly. It's, yeah. it's a very mature, stable product. And the, the market generally for uh, audio description or what's known in the US as video description yeah. uh, has been reasonably... It's been growing, but, but not uh, that dramatically uh, over the years. But that changed fairly recently with people like Netflix making a decision to audio describe a lot of their back catalogue. Going for the back catalogue, that makes a lot of sense. It, it makes a huge amount of sense. And obviously we're going back to films that were uh, produced and released uh, a number of years ago, in some cases, uh, long before audio description was something that uh, feature film uh, releases... It wasn't really a thing back then. Yeah, they didn't it? regard it as, as essential, so it just wasn't done. So well, that's all changed. It, it's yeah. changed dramatically, and um, it, it's a really nice way for uh, somebody with a, a back catalogue of uh, feature films, as an example, to offer value to, to yeah, a potential yeah. customer base. Sure. So that has caused a significant spike in demand, which has been great for us. And that's just been recently, I, I would say. Yes, thought. it has. Yeah. Yeah. In, but again, in about the last six months. So, so that's been great. And despite the fact that there have been, there always has been freeware available for subtitling and audio description, mm-hmm. and, and some of that freeware gets developed every now and again and it moves on and it will always get slightly better than it was last year. What we are still finding is that serious bureaus and increasingly freelancers who are really committed to this market and see this as an important aspect of their business, they still want to buy a permanent license from a respected and experienced supplier. Mm -hmm. So we are still seeing uh, a good demand for our audio video description technology and as the marketplace changes, it's something that we want to stay involved with and, and we're committed to. So there's a lot of discussion about how technology might help in the future. Um, people might refer to it as AI, but, but there's a lot of things you could potentially do. And uh, again, we're listening very carefully to our customers. We, we're not the sort of company that just goes off and, and, and develops something because we think technically it's a good idea. We have a very well-established customer yeah, base. Yeah, you're not a pop-up audio descriptor. No, <laughs> a, a, absolutely not. And we'll be driven 
to the majority of the developments that we undertake with our technology will be driven by our customers. So if our customers are looking to move into some form of AI and, and implement it within the products that they have from us, Interesting. We, we'll look to do it. But we, we are not going to rush ahead and because everybody's talking about AI and, and implementations of clever technology. I think it's really important that we don't we don't get driven by an engineering desire to do something clever. We do what the existing user and customer base wants us to do. Yeah, and I think AI's got a ways to go yet. It's, it's made great strides and mm -hmm. it has its applications. It's getting better all the time, but I still think it has some way to go before... Uh, uh, yeah, the it, it's easy to get excited by the technology. And go chasing after it. Yeah. And, and, and what people really need to keep in mind is your audience. Your audience is somebody who is struggling to see pictures. And so the audio and the quality of the audio is super critical. You're not adding a, a background dialogue here to a TV program. That, that's great for people like you and I, and, and it becomes a, mm -hmm. a, a sort of audio book. Mm -hmm. The, the really important customer for audio description is somebody who is 100% reliant upon the quality of that audio. So the fact that the majority of audio describers are experienced voiceover artists, actors, they can add a huge amount to oh the God. delivery of that audio because they're tuned to this. They yeah. understand what customers want. And a, a, a synthesized voice will always struggle to compete with an experienced voiceover artist. Yeah, I think that would uh, begin to grate quite quickly. Um, well, you, you're, you're not giving that particular viewer, customer, the experience that they deserve. It's removing the humanity from it. It, it, it is. It is. And, and uh, I can audio describe. When I compare the type of recordings that somebody like myself can make, and I understand the technology and I understand what's required... But there's still a massive gulf between how a somebody with sight issues would perceive what I would record compared to a voiceover artist. So, so I can audio describe and I understand what's required uh, from a technical standpoint and also from what the potential uh, viewer, uh, listener wants from an audio description mm -hmm. track. But the gulf between what somebody like myself can record and deliver compared to what an experienced actor, voiceover artist can deliver, is huge. And I think you're, uh, you're doing a disservice to use people who, who cannot add that really important extra level of authenticity yeah. and, and, and acting. If they're acting with their voice, yeah. and, and it's really important. And, and I think uh, it, the right thing to do is to ask somebody that uses audio description what they think about a program that's been described by somebody who is not experienced or doesn't have the right sort of voice compared to somebody who has. And I think the difference is a huge gap. Yeah, so, so as I said, really importantly, we'll be driven by our customers. But, but there are possibilities of expanding upon what we have with this technology moving forward, and we're committed to it. We, we really enjoy being involved in this marketplace. We, we value... Uh, we really value the fact we are the market leader and we want to stay the market leader. Well, for what it's worth, Peter, I think you've got the voice for audio description as well. I really appreciate you taking the time to discuss this with us today, and I look forward to our next podcast in due course very soon. Thank you.